BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, wait. Cole says he's been in the lobby. Did you see him down there? Do not see him. Oh, there he is. There he is. All right. Hey, we'll, all right, we'll, we'll get back to Fachu and Alexander in a second. Cole just messaged me saying I've been in the lobby. I, I can't see the lobby. Jeremy can. He just showed up. Oh, okay. I don't he's believe there. he's been there for, okay. for hours. Upon hey, either time. way, he's here. So. There we go. Hello, Cole. Here we go, Cole. How you doing, buddy? His you mic muted. is muted. I have to un- unmute you have to Cole, unmute your mic, Cole. Unmute yourself. I can't unmute you. You have to unmute yourself. <laughs> We'll get, we'll, 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 I think we're live now. Pat. There we go. There we're we good. Go. We're good. Oh, okay, we're good. Okay. okay. Hey, there we hey, go. Every, everybody. We are being joined in the creator spotlight right now by a returning guest. He is the Ratty Daddy. He is your new GCW Extreme Champion. There it is. We got the belt on screen. Yeah. He is the King of Russia Mountain. Cole motherfucking Radrick is in the house. Returning guest, how you doing, man? Is this your first Let's... interview since winning the title? Yeah, I I don't do a lot of podcasts, actually. Believe it or not, um, not that I hate doing them, um, just some of them tend to get like I know this is more than just a podcast, obviously, but like, um, I don't do a lot of interviews because like sometimes the questions just get repetitive. Sure, but like I love coming on here because it's always good chatting with you guys, good catching up. So, um, I was definitely. Technically in the lobby, but like I didn't enter in a screen name or anything, so I just didn't do the next step. So, oh, see, but hey. to be fair, I think we can go back to the last interview, and I think I saved like three times. I'm a self proclaimed idiot, so this is <laughs> on <laughs> true, true. Hey, and before we get into anything, um, uh, Cole, let people know where they can help y'all out. I know you and your girlfriend totaled your car. Um, we really appreciate you coming in here uh, to, to talk with us this morning because I know you got a lot going on and it is early and everything. But uh, if the people can uh, can support it all, where where do they need to go to help y'all out? Um, if if they feel inclined to, um, literally, I think if you just at Cole Radrick, one word um, is the Venmo. Um, it's crwrestles at gmail is the PayPal. If you guys feel inclined. Um, it's also, I think if I have uh, cash app, it's ratty daddy for the number ever. And so if you guys want to feel inclined uh, to donate, those are the links. But, um, you know, there's been a lot of people reaching out over the past couple of days. And I just want to say the support is very much appreciated by me and my girlfriend. Um, it really does mean a lot. And we always appreciate the love from everybody. Absolutely. So thank you guys a lot. Seriously. For sure. And do you still have eight by tens available? I signed an eight by 10 over mm-hmm. the weekend. So if y'all want to support you, like Cole's got, you know, eight by signed eight by tens and stuff, like there's ways you can support and also uh, get a little something back. I'm going to put the eight by 10 in my office here with uh, some other wrestling stuff I've got from people I've got to, to know in the business a little bit. So, um, so yeah, support Cole, Cole dude, huge weekend, man. Uh, huge Dude. weekend. And you got another big one coming up SCI in Chattanooga uh, coming up this weekend too. So uh yeah, man. I guess first first uh, reaction of of winning that GCW Extreme Championship. That's pretty fucking crazy, ain't it? I <laughs> know uh, it's really sick. Um, it's a uh, it's something that it's like uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out if I say this if it's like a bragging way, but it's not. But it's like um, when I first started in GCW, like it was it's it's still extremely hard to get into GCW. So it was like, every time I wrestled there, I was like, man, like 
this is probably the last time I'm being brought back. And it's the last time I'm being brought back. And even until like up to a few months ago, I was still having like those thoughts of, damn, this might be the last time I get booked because maybe people don't rock and roll with me. Now they have a fucking belt. So now I have a belt. So what are you going to do now? Um, no, in reality, it's like, I got to this point where I'm now, you know, holding one of the belts in GCW and it's, uh, it's time to make a statement that Ratty Daddy's here to stay, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I know that was one of the things that we talked about was like, you kind of wanted to get not necessarily like out of doing scramble matches. Cause you had a really good spot in GCW, but now look how much has happened just since the last time we talked. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. When was the last time we talked? Do you remember? Well, the last time me and you talked was the last time we talked was in Atlanta at the GCW show. Yeah. Well, and I meant like the interview. I know. Are you going to be in Atlanta in August? Uh, I should be. Is GCW coming back to Atlanta? Yeah, August twentieth. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. Yeah, I didn't realize that was coming up so soon. Dude, I got a lot coming up. I battle (laughs) slam this weekend. I wanted to be at SCI, but I can't be in two places at once. But um. <laughs> Jeremy, what kind of questions you got? Oh, I just wanted to know about the match and like when you were were told about, hey, we're gonna we're gonna be putting this title on you. Did you know going into the weekend when the match was announced that you were right before you walked out it was like it's like, hey, you're gonna win tonight. Like when were you gonna told about everything? Uh I would say honestly, so it was probably about thirty minutes before the show. Ah. Like we just there wasn't, we were the first match and we were kind of like getting everything together. And then we all kind of like looked around and were like, who's winning? <laughs> so I was like, just walking through the curtain and Brett was coming out of the curtain and he's like, Oh, Hey, you know, he kind of gave me like the, like three cliff notes he wanted from the match. And I was like, all right, like who's over? Like, and I presumed it was like somebody else. And he's like, Oh yeah. Cole's up. And I was like, He's looking around. You say Cole? Is there <laughs> another Cole in this like, match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. He's like, yeah, you. He goes, yeah, Cole. And I was like, all right. So I kind of went up to everybody and I was like, it kind of feels like when you're like telling a fib almost to like your little brother. When you go up to everybody, it's like, hey, so I'm winning the match and out. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't, I was like, honestly, I partially somebody being like, no, you're not. Like, this guy actually asked who's winning the match, but that's how that's how it ended up happening, and pretty thankful. Yeah. Also, I want to know about the the spots with Marco because mm-hmm. he choke slammed you. Like, he couldn't he couldn't body slam you. He couldn't lift you up for a suplex, but he managed to get you up for the, the, for goozle, the choke brother. slam. The yeah, goozle. he goozled you. It's the goozle. <laughs> have you ever been goozled by Marco Stunt? I haven't. I haven't. I have. He's, he seems deceptively it strong. It, the guy's fucking huge. Look at him. Yeah. He was wearing I mean, the one strap. The, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he was wearing, he was wearing yeah. the strap. Because the body slam he couldn't do, but I guess the strap gives you the power for the choke slam. Because that's, you know, the, the big show, I guess. But I mean, hey, he's, he's a little deceptively scary, strong, no? Marco Stunt. Very deceptively strong. Uh, no, it was, the, I really enjoyed the spots I had with Marco. I thought the crowd really, really ate them up. And then I killed him with a pedigree. Uh, he yeah, took that. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> that was that was the callback to the uh, Triple H when he nearly murdered that guy, like the first time he hit that thing. But yeah, that was that was the throwback pedigree. We just spiked him. He took that so well. That was great. Yeah, I mean, when he jumped up, I was like worried. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, like as I'm like as we're like as he's like kicking his legs up, I'm like. Oh, fuck. Like, I've seen this one before. You know what I mean? <laughs> but luckily, you're able to see me, like, shoot my knees underneath at the, like, last second. Because I was just going to go, like, you know, normal. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, might as well try to protect little Marco as much as I can. That's so funny. It was very reminiscent of the pedigree you're talking about, Jeremy. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember that being a big clip, even back in, like, the Kazan and, like, LimeWire days when, like, wrestling clips were just kind of getting viral. I remember that being one. Cole, with, with your with your – regular finisher what's like the actual name of your finishing move because i've heard it called different things i know Takeshta has, has has started doing it so i have two two finishers the one that uh Takeshita does i call it little sebastian's curse so right. that okay. one 
So for people that are watching, and I'm going to maybe clip this and show examples if that's cool, obviously, tag credit, whatever. So Little Sebastian Curse is set up from behind, and then the, there's the one that's like the side saddle power bomb looking thing. That's one's called uh, Cracker Jack Bomb. So there are okay. two separate ones. They kind of look familiar, but they are completely, they are like different things. But the one Takeshi uh, uh, does is uh, the, my original one that I've done for about four, five years. Okay, and what's he calling it? Um, he was he was calling it uh, Little Sebastian's Curse, and then like people were like, "Oh, it's like the Cinnabomb. And then okay, and then he's like, "Oh no, no, we're gonna call it Little Sebastian's Curse." And I went up to him. Um, he was hanging out in the locker room for the GCW show in Nashville. And I went up to him. I was like, hey, like, you can call it Cinnabomb. Like, you're way more cooler than I am. Like, call it whatever the fuck you want. Like, you've tagged me, like, five times. Like, you're what you take it. Like, you beat me with the damn move. Like, come on. <laughs> um, so, it, whenever he does it, it's Cinnabomb. And whatever I ever do, whenever I do it, it's Little Sebastian's Curse. Okay, does Little Sebastian's Curse come where I think it comes from of Parks and Rec? Love you, Jeremy. Really do. Where else would Little Sebastian come from? I, well, I, I, you know, I got to know these things. I, no, I got to know. No, it's exactly. You're right. It's exactly okay. where you thought it came from, brother. I, you never know. You could <laughs> you could have your own horse you just named Little Sebastian or anything dude, like that. if I had a mini but... horse, I would do. I don't think I'd wrestle. I'd just hang out with my mini horse all day, honestly. Like, I would be riding it through town and just... <laughs> that's i mean that's what i would do too if i had a mini horse because i mean, look fly little sebastian that should be your theme music for for one of these events is, is come out to to fly little sebastian but yes uh what a great show that was when i heard that i was like it's gotta come from that i should have asked that last time but cinnabomb's a great name too exactly you should have you, sh- you should punch to keshka you should just hit him for for taking taking your move I tried to, and then he kicked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> how, how how was the experience of wrestling him? Because he's got a ton of buzz right now. Honest, sorry, I was uh, readjusting my brightness. Honestly, it was a lot of fun uh, working with him. The dude's like a complete pro, and um, it was it was pretty sick because like the crowd was really excited for the match, and it like it just made like the match easier because if the crowd is just already biting in, biting into it, it you, you can approach it differently in the way that you set up the back half or what you want people to buy it on or what certain things you want to pull out their emotions. So it was really easy for us to plan that match around that because we already knew that the fans were going to be invested. We didn't have to get the, have to work to get them invested first. So like the entire experience of working with them was really, really awesome. He is, he's, I mean, he's blowing up right mm-hmm. now. And I did, I did see you, you tweet about him because he's facing Claudio on Saturday. And you're just like, this, this guy's a star. Uh, has he given, like, has he offered you any Cinnabon as, as like a return of like, hey, thanks for letting me use your finisher? Like, have you guys split any Cinnabon? Nah, but we, we, we've uh, split a couple of beers. Uh, so I think, I think that was our way of, you know, toasting off to it. So <laughs> definitely a couple of beers after the match, obviously. Um, I don't know. If he gets a Cinnabon sponsorship, I might hit him up for like a guitar <laughs> or a t-shirt to get one of those. But if not, maybe we'll see what happens. But that's the I game. Feel, right I now. feel like it's close. I feel like it's close for him. You would think. They're tweeting yeah. at him all the time. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last... yeah oh, go ahead, Jeremy. No, I, I, I got plenty. I can... Yeah, all right. Like last time we did have you on, it was after after the death match. So it was like February, late February, early yeah. early March. It was after the Isn't death. Wasn't that match. long already? Jeez. Was it yeah. after the was it was it the Orin one? Yeah, it was after Orin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where where you nearly just tore down the showboat, literally. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep on fucking doing it over and yeah. over and over and over. And now you've done like a thousand of, of these death match. You're, you're becoming like the new deathmatch king like what makes you keep coming back to to these death matches that you want to just all right let, sure let's do like the thumbtack kick pads yeah. and everything like what like what, what are you doing cole uh i think i've only done like 10 this year which it's still a, a fucking chunk that's still a <laughs> chunk don't get me wrong um i i just really enjoy 
the risk aspect of it. Um, I love, so I grew up loving JC Bailey. Um, he was one of he was my first independent wrestler that like I bought into. Um, I love the aspect of being able to wrestle any style. And the, the, the fun thing about my pursuit in wrestling is, is I really, really want to be the absolute best that I can be in every single style of wrestling, whether it's, um, strong style, catch as catch can, technical, lucha, deathmatch, hardcore, even, you know, sports entertainment type wrestling where it's like a TV style. Um, I really enjoy the aspect of challenging myself to be as good as I can in those. So when it's time to step up to the plate in death matches, I'm your guy. Um, and it's also just a way to keep things fresh, keep things, uh, Kind of like you have to think of things differently when you involve like dangerous ass weapons, like you know, glass and thumbtacks and uh, barbed wire and panes of glass. Like you, you really have to um, think through on how things could happen and how things could go wrong. And you know, right before you're going out those curtain, that curtain, every big spot where you're like, ah, oh, fuck, like there's that, you know, three percent chance. Sorry, my cat. So, <laughs> my Mac. I got one cat licking another, like cleaning them, and the other one's like a big ass baby. So, <laughs> as a super tough deathmatch wrestler and also a big father of four cats, um, I just really, really enjoy the uh, the risk and the the adrenaline aspect and going out there and doing the damn match and having people lose their fucking minds. And then you come back to the curtain and people are like, yo, you're a fucking madman. Um, and that's just really, really cool. And like the deathmatch fans have such an appreciation for the art. It's so fucking cool. Um, you know, there'll be fans that just come up to me. They're like, they'll, you know, they buy merch and they're like, dude, like we literally drove, you know, 12 hours to see you wrestle at the showboat. Like I had somebody tell me that at Tournament of Survival. And I was like, yo, I used to like, drive 12 hours for like my favorite punk band. Like, what do you mean? Like you drove 12 hours and paid for a hotel room to see a dorky ass dude like me wrestle. But there's just a whole bunch of different reasons, you know? And I know I ran a lot. It's who I am. We went through this on the last interview. So I do apologize. Oh no, but, not at all. No, nah, dude, but, you're the, you're the, you're the, you're the bloody buddy, Cole. People, people <laughs> gotta, they gotta, they gotta drive out to watch you do your thing. You know, there, there was, there was a kind of a scary weekend a few weeks back where Hoodfoot was was hospitalized and then you were hospitalized the next night, um, both off of death matches. Um, is there anything you want to speak toward with that? Because, you know, I, as someone who's a fan of, of you and Hoodfoot and, and so many others, like it's concerning when you see that stuff, especially back to back nights, because you're like, I don't want to see you guys getting hurt, but obviously there is an inherent risk in what you're doing. Um, do you want to speak to that at all? Just kind of like what that weekend was like and did just, you know, I know things are just going to happen. It's just the nature of, of what y'all are doing, but I don't know. And it's felt like kind of, that was kind of a concerning weekend for me seeing you and Hoodfoot both get hurt kind of back to back. Um, yeah, it was, you know, love Hoodfoot. I've known him for his entire career. Um, literally we grew up wrestling the same show every Friday um, that was really dumb. Um, he knew, he knows it. Like those are one, like stabbing each other with broken glass. Like it's like a real, it's not smart. Um, he's the one that came up with it. Uh, he came up with the idea. Um, and even he'll tell you it was so dumb. So it was, there's just the, the thing in death matches that, I don't know, like, I would say worries me, but it's something I try to stay away from is there's a lot of people that just go crazier and crazier, 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 crazier. And the, the that's, it's super cool. Like, it's ins- like, it's insane. But there's just some things where I'm like, man, like, you could build up, and build up to it in a regular death match using, you know, regular, like, bumps and regular, like, you know, the 2002 to 2006, you know, six, seven, like, work rate. Of and still be safe and build a story out of it. And there's just sometimes when I see these like that, it's like, man, like that's insane, you know? Like, 
why would you stab somebody like in your bicep where you can slice an artery and like literally bleed out like a la Nick Gage did? Yeah. Obviously, it's completely different. Like those are the things that worry me. And, you know, I obviously talked to Mo and I've hung out with Mo, did his benefit show and everything. And I love him to death that he, every time I see him, he goes, yeah, that was really fucking dumb. And I'm like, yeah, that was pretty dumb, bro. <laughs> uh, and I mean, obviously, we're all, we're all, I'm not the smartest person in the world. Um, like uh, mine, I ended up getting, you know, 10 st- or eight stitches, um, which that was whatever. But I was trying to like, explain to the hospital people what I do and they were just so confused. <laughs> they're like they're like, so you like you weren't beat up. And I was like, no. And they're like, okay. And like three minutes later somebody else. And they're like, you sure you didn't get into an altercation? And I was like I was like, I got into a scripted one. I swear, I can I'll test that. I was like I was like, but eventually I showed them a gif of what happened and they're like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah. Um <laughs> But luckily, like, I was able to wrestle, like, two days later against Joey Janela, so it was fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, have, we have somebody in our chat, Derek W., says, uh, are you worried about being stereotyped as a deathmatch wrestler or if you're just happy, like, only doing deathmatches? Um, so I've always said that I'm not a deathmatch wrestler. I'm a guy that does deathmatches. Um, if you looked at my schedule and even in my GCW schedule, I've wrestled more regular matches for GCW this year than I have death matches. Um, I, I've done two death matches this year outside of GCW, maybe three outside of GCW. And I've done, I think five or six for GCW. So that's 10. And then I did two last year, I think three the year before that. So, I mean that. So that's what we'll say: eighteen matches, and I would say in the last three years alone, I've probably had over two. I'd probably say two hundred matches. So that's such a small portion of it. I mean, I would if I wrestled a guy like Gringo Loco, that doesn't make me turn me into a luchador because I've wrestled him, you know, twenty five times in a scramble match. Um, I would like to be a guy known as a guy that when I do death matches, I show respect to the art and I'm a guy that's capable of doing them, especially at a high level. Um, I will, re- I will wear the fact that I do death matches with pride. I'm not ashamed of that fact at all. I love deathmatch wrestling. And I think it's fucking cool when you do it right. I think when you look at the guys in Japan and the guys in Australia and the guys in the States and the guys in England and Mexico doing death matches. There's a lot of really good fucking talent out there that are also professional wrestlers. Yeah. Well, in, in a, a big contrast to kind of the death match stuff that we're talking about this weekend, you got the SCI tournament, you're wrestling Adam priest, right? That's uh, yep. so, I mean, so that's, that's the, op- I mean, that's going to be Adam Priest is known, you know, as a technical wrestler or a guy who's really good between the ropes um, and a guy who's really been killing it in the Southeast. Like he's done great on uncharted territory this season. He's gotten over the DDT as a finisher, which I love. Like I, I, I just love seeing old school moves like that still being used as finishers. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to you and Adam Priest. Um, what can people expect out of that? Because if people only know you through deathmatch wrestling, for instance, this is a complete contrast to that, in my opinion. Absolutely. I am honestly looking, this is a match I've been looking forward to for the past two years, legitimately. Um, I think Adam Priest is one of the best professional wrestlers in the United States currently, uh, contracted, non-contracted, wherever. Um, as a professional wrestler, I think Adam Priest gets it. He's one of the guys out there. Um, I think me and Adam Priest are going to have probably one of my favorite, like this is me just like thinking ahead, but I think, I think there's all the potential in the world of this being one of my favorite matches. And I think this is probably has the potential to steal the fucking show. Um, that being said, like I'm completely different than anything Adam Priest has ever wrestled. I think I bring a completely different style to any type of match. And I think this could provide to be really, really fucking good. Is it at the TWE arena? Do you know? I, I think I, no, I'm no, no, like it's on it, and I'm literally going there tomorrow. So I probably <laughs> know. But usually, I just meet up with Mouse, and that's how I figure it out. <laughs> there you go. I, I believe it's at Saudi Daisy High School again this year. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, 
I've gotten to get out there a few times for the for the SCI tournament. That's just a great weekend, by the way. I recommend anyone who can make it out to to go check it out. It's uh, they're doing. I think they have a show at TWE tonight, yeah, and then they have yeah. yeah, and then they got SCI uh, Friday Saturday. Um, yep. And it's a stacked tournament. It's my favorite tournament of the year every year. Um, you know, I mean. You, you spoke of uh of of Mouse, and of course, I'm always going to ask you about how Mouse and Billy Starks are doing, and your whole crew with the BSB. I know you just pulled your eyes. How things going? How things going with, with, with Mr. Bellamy over there? I mean, Robert. <laughs> I love that Robert. Guy. He's okay. Uh, you know, he's he's angry camera guy. Um, I'm always looking forward to seeing him. He's like, you know. My he's older than me, but he's always going to be my little brother. Um, Billy's Billy's pro- probably doing great. I think she's in Georgia hanging out with um, like a friend, so I think she's probably doing cool. Um, I get to see him though this weekend, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, I know Billy's an SCI. I think she's wrestling Robert Martyr in Robert the first Martyr. round. Yep. Yep. See, see, CTE mm-hmm. is a fucking myth. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, no, so like I was, I always get enjoy getting to hang out with Mouse. Um, me and him, we ride in the car a lot. So whenever we go to wrestling shows, so this is just yet another weekend heading to yet another show. But it's fucking SCI, baby. Let's go. Yeah, you, you ever, you ever been one, to? Man. Oh, I'm about to ask if you've been to SCI before. So this will be your first like SCI prom experience. We're gonna be, are you gonna be uh, hanging out in front? <laughs> I remember the year that Nick Gage was there, and he was like so confused as to what was going on. <laughs> so, it, there's a bar there, right? Yeah, there's like okay, a, so a is, it, is it a good bar, or is it like one of those where it's like eighty dollar drinks? Well, so they have like the city cafe, which is like the where everyone like eats and gets like pieces of cake and stuff. Um, and then people will like people are gonna bring a lot of alcohol. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, you'll 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 have a good time. I, I'm. I was about I'm, to say it depends on like my intake. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how much I'll probably because I'm like I, I'm not a unsocial per not like not social person, but if I get definitely get a couple uh, Budweisers or Bud Lights or whatever in me, I'll probably turn up. And they have karaoke too, right? They do the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna probably have to make sure I don't. Doing, oh yeah, I guarantee there will be people up there like singing like "My Way" by Limp Biscuit and stuff. It'll be it'll be it'll be your like your typical like wrestling fan type Hell thing. Yeah. So yeah, no, those are great people out there, and uh, I know like Scott Hensley um, out there, and uh, I don't know if Dylan Hale still has a has a part in the SCI. He was the guy I always used to talk to about it, but um, might, it, it might be the second craziest because uh, it's at the hotel, right? Yeah, so I can't remember the name of the hotel, but the the yeah. the but that's where the the city cafe is inside the hotel that like okay. everybody stays at, and but the high school is, um, obviously that's a high school, so that the rules there are a little bit different. Like, um, but but yeah, they'll they'll have a good crowd there, and uh, yeah, it'll be yeah probably I mean, I, 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 sorry, go ahead, Cole. I was about to say it'll probably be like the second craziest hotel experience at a wrestling weekend I've had, so I'm looking forward to that. Well, craziest. You want, yeah, we gotta know. I, I, mean, I was, yeah, I was really, definitely <laughs> have to know this because, like, so the first time I go out to GCW in LA, um, mind you, I may or may not enjoy the vitamins that you know LA dispensaries might sure. give out, right? <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, land, um, 10 minutes after landing, obviously, I'm like, oh, let's go visit a store, and we go visit a go store. It's me, Effie. Um, Alley Cat, Alley Cat, <laughs> right? No, no. Yeah. A- Al- me, Effie, Allison, and uh, there's some other person. And they're like, "Oh, let's go to the hotel." And we go to this really, really, really nice hotel, and we see, you know, the first thing I see is somebody just wearing leather, like walks like straight by. But I'm like, it's like a leather bra and like, like, like short shorts. So I was like, okay, um, that's whatever. Next thing is some dude's being let out by a leash with a girl. And I'm like, and like Effie's like, I don't know, like we're going to experience whatever this is. And I'm like, all right, like let's go on through. And there's like, we go in and there's like a whole bunch of like dominatrixes and like 
these random dudes just hanging out. And there's a dom, like a dominatrix convention going on in the hotel that the GCW crew is staying at. So you guys, you have guys like Matt Justice and like all the talent just walking through the hotel and like all these people. And like, I'm not king shaming anybody or whatever. Like you're into whatever, be happy. It's great. Um, but it's just like, we were all just like, what the fuck? So you have all these like cartoon character wrestlers and this huge convention going on the entire weekend we're there. And then it's me uh, and Jimmy Lloyd. And we're like, it's like this, the, after the last show we were in LA for, and we go to like walk out. Oh, it's me, Jimmy Lloyd, Drew Parker. I'm sorry. And we go to walk out and there's an after party at this dominatrix convention. And everybody, we were all like, uh, and we just like take a peek inside it. And I was like, they were going pretty crazy in this like meeting room. And I was like, all right, well, I got my story. Good. Let's get to the next hotel. I need a drink. Oh, tell me, tell me Jimmy Lloyd and Drew Parker like went in and hung out for a while though. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, um, we didn't hang out. Uh, it was, we literally like, we didn't go to like, you know, to like in a strip club that would be called Creepers Row or nothing, but we definitely like peeked inside. We all got like a beer and it's like, like just, ex- cause like you got to experience it. You just sure. got to see like, and it's just like, we're just like, and yeah, yeah. It was just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and like, eventually Effie's like, Effie walks by and he goes, it's just another day, honey. Let's go. And like we all just left. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, like I get it. But I, we were all just like, what's the fucking timing of like this cartoon character cast of fucking talent? Effie, Alley Catch, Dark Sheik was also there. We had, um, like, not there presently, but, like, staying at the hotel. And I was like, wow, like, all right. So there's, like, a couple of that I didn't go. I can say that. But there was a couple of them that went to the actual convention. They said it was a great time. So, oh, yeah. Oh, also, thank you for the, the thing. I appreciate it. On my way up to 10K. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Hit that, hit that follow. Yes. Follow, follow, Cole. Um, I, <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I just saw that. Good <laughs> we try. We try to promote. We try to promote on there. There you go. Jensen's just pointing to his own name. What a well, mark for I get it. My, I get it. My I'm name not cool. I'm not cool <laughs> I get it. Uh, I, I got to ask follow-up questions on one. You, you talked about beer, having a couple of Budweisers, and so we what bury fun? beer here on this show. Like you, you got to drink something like better than just generic Budweisers, right? I'm not much of a drinker, though. That's the thing. Well, that's good too. So, like. I prefer the weed a lot more than I prefer. I got to build it up, brother. I'm a worker. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I prefer, I just prefer weed over alcohol personally. Um, but when I do drink it's Bud Light. So I think that's a little bit better than Budweiser. Um, and then I'll drink like Tito's or vodka or like hey. stuff like that. If I want to drink alcohol, like I'm, I'm, I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we just bur- we just bury beer here on this show. That's what that's what we try to do. Uh, I respect I think- that. Uh, no, I I drink a couple craft beers. Like I uh, I find there's this weird thing I've discovered over my career is I wrestle for like craft at a craft brewery or outside of one or right beside one like at least once a month. So now I'm just like, all right, I'll go there and I'll get like a six pack or whatever, and I'll like enjoy it over the course of a month. But when an NFL Sunday comes back, whoo, the beer belly's back, baby. I'm excited. I mean, doesn't preseason start tonight? No, the uh, Hall of Fame game's tonight. Yeah, the Hall of Fame game. game. That's right. Oh, it's right. technically right. preseason. You guys have a, NFL, like a football show now, right? Yeah, I yeah, it's me. That. Yeah, it's me, um, Rob Wilkins, and Doug. With the yeah, I posted about when I, if I was going to get a guest spot and nobody answered. When did you? I didn't why did you guys it. ignore Cole? You think why I was? Jeremy, you, I, you know what, Jeremy? I I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Did you? When, where did you? Where did you? I send said, it? Oh, you're oh, making I me pull up the tape. 
You're no, I'm gonna pull take. this up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, I have another question that, that I'll let you. I'll you let know, you. I hey, hey, I'm gonna answer real quick though. Cole, you're absolutely invited on to talk about your. I'm gonna pulse, screenshot whenever, it. Whenever I'm gonna put you... this. I'm gonna put this on screen. Cole's gone dark. Cole, I got you. I got okay. you on this. Cole. You got it. Let's uh, go. Thank uh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Uh, but I got. I got to ask another question. Uh, another follow up. Uh, what's your go to karaoke mm-hmm. song? Oh come on, brother! Don't do that to me. <laughs> You can have more um, than one, but like what you get up there and you like, all done, right, I'm locked in. I haven't in done on karaoke song. in like, since I was like eight, legitimately. Um, oh God. I remember when I was like a kid, I did karaoke for, oh God, I think I did like Lift Summon Angel or something really dumb like that. <laughs> it's like Hinder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I that. I did Let's yeah. an Angel and uh, Better Than Me by Hender all on the same night. I was really going through it at like eight, nine years old. It was a real nice. struggle bus. Man. Did you find the tweet or something, Jeremy? I got like, it. I'm pulling it up. Oh, okay. I'm uploading it. Here it is. I, hold okay. on. It's, it's uploading on the stream yard right there. <laughs> <laughs> this was in reply. Oh, that was a reply to my tweet. Oh, that was no. replying How to your tweet, that? Jensen. And How as you can see, that? no replies. So oh. you just ignored him. You oh, ignored no. him, Stephen Cole, you're absolutely no, 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 what, okay. do you, what do you think of McAfee's performance? Uh, wrestling? Yeah, I mean, wrestling, t- talk show, commentary. Um, so, uh, oh God, you know I'm a mark for McAfee. And Jeremy, I appreciate the response. How many days later? Oh, no, I just responded. Yeah, just this now. is Jensen. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Jensen. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I just responded. I just responded. He had to be bullied into responding live on the I know, air, right? too. Really, really, really interesting. So, as a wrestler, I think McAfee, Pat's really, really dope. Um, Kevin Giesa got to work with him, like, years ago when McAfee first bought the ring with OVW. Um, like, what you can tell, what I really, really like about Pat McAfee is, is when he does something, he does it to the fullest. And, like, he respects the art of pro wrestling. Like, he did the stuff with Adam Cole and uh, Triple H on the show, and obviously it was, like, stuff that was worked or whatever. And then, like, he wore a neck brace for, like, a straight week after one of his matches. Like, he always, like, would, like, talk about wrestling and, like, would say it and, like, have respectful, like, respectful tones to it and then would talk about you know, how hard it is and, like, the things people go through. And he always puts people over about that. And then whenever you watch him, you can tell, like, one, he's having a fucking blast. Two, the guy really loves doing it. And then three, you can tell, like, he works really, really hard at, like, trying to be as prepared and as um, successful as you can be in wrestling. Talk show-wise, he's, like, the only NFL talk show that I'm like, man, I got to listen to. Like, uh, what time is it? Because his show comes on at 12. Yeah, so it starts at 12, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's make sure we work around. <laughs> okay? I'm still a mark, all right? I had a guy try to buy my McAfee jersey off of me for $300 at SummerSlam. Wow. I said, no, I can't. I'm t- it's too sentimental to me now. But yeah. um, also, if you guys – do you guys watch SmackDown a lot with commentary? Yeah, I do. Jensen doesn't okay. watch it. Not so much. Tell me – Tell me that Michael Cole hasn't been the absolute best since Pat McAfee joined. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with that. Even just from me watching their pay-per-views, I can tell that. Yeah. You, you can tell that, like, Michael Cole is just, like, having so much more fun. It's a lot more looser because Pat McAfee is just going to say whatever the fuck he wants. Like, um, you know, if you ever listen to his talk show, like, Pat McAfee is very much of a guy that's like, hey, I'm going to say what I want to say. Like, I'm a players first, organization second person. So, like, um, I think he's just a really good person as a as a person and a good person to have in the locker room because he doesn't like dealing with negativity, and you can hear that throughout his podcasts or just listening to his show and stuff like that. I, I have to ask a, a Parks and Rec question now. It was, it was in our chat. Thoughts on this from Caden. Thoughts on Jerry from Parks and Rec? Um. 
I'm come on. You're a, Gary, Gary, Jerry, whatever you want to call him. His real name was Jerry. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. You think you got a bad rap on the show? You think you get too much hate? Uh, okay, but like, too much is a relative term. Like, there's just some of the shit that he did, and you're just like, yeah, fuck him. But like, still, like, it's one of those things where like, you either love him or you hate him so much that you love him, right? He tried. He did his best. Yeah. He got picked on a lot. He got picked on a lot. He got bullied. Don't be a bully. He was always bullied. A star. Fair. Always, always bullying. Who was your favorite character from Parks and Rec? Little Sebastian. Okay, besides Little Sebastian. As Little Sebastian, I thought here's the thing with Little Sebastian. I loved the Parks and Rec. Is it how all the characters interacted with him? That's how I. That's so. He's a, it is a character, just like Spider-Pig was a character in, in the South Park movie. Still my favorite character, in, or not South Park, but the Simpsons movie. Okay, C.T. Israel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to ask what, one more, because we, we have, uh, I don't, I want to keep you to pass, pass back Pat McAfee's show. I'm, I'm okay. just joking with you all. I'll be on here as long as you guys want me. I just randomly rant. And I hate it. I got things to do, Cole. I got I got kids running around here. Kids want to come in here and use my computer to play their video games and stuff. I I don't live here. I just exist in their world. Um, But I got to ask you this because you actually, this is more of a compliment than a question. It'll turn to a question. You started our, we we have our final question now on this show is what's the coolest thing in your room? This is what we ask every guest. As our last question on the show, you started this because I believe the poster behind you. I I was wondering what it was. Yeah, the yeah the the Indiana poster. I was wondering oh, what it was. Yeah, I was wondering what it was when you were on, and I was like, "What is that?" And then you told the story of that, and you talked about all the other posters and stuff. And so we thought it'd be a good idea. Let's just ask all of our guests what's the coolest thing in your room. And it started because of you. I don't know. Like we don't get royalties off of this show, but if we did, we would send you like some royalties because without this question. Like it's become our closer. We've gotten some really cool stories out of it too. So I, now I got to know, like, is that the coolest thing in your room? And if not, like, what is the actual coolest thing you have in your room? GCW Stream Championships probably way up there. We saw that, that already. Cool. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. All right, you want to see the the new the? It's not okay. Yeah. Ah, damn, I got two. Are we going for the pop or are we going for the sentimental? Well, for whatever whatever you yeah. want. You can do both. Yeah, show us both. Yeah. All right, I'll just get, I'll just get the pop because that's, okay. that's my personal favorite. Okay. So I called Hoodfoot an idiot earlier, right? <laughs> this is my is that a picture of Hoodfoot barbecuing? Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. So <laughs> this is at a wrestling show, and Hoodfoot was match one just because he was the uh, – the the barbecuer, uh, the the grill master for the day. So he was match one, and then by match two, he was already out slinging burgers, getting the food ready, and it was just hilarious because like he had a beer in his hand the whole time, and it's just being Uncle Hoodfoot having a towel over his shoulder. And obviously, I was match two, and my girlfriend snaps this photo of Hoodfoot, and so now it's just a framed photo in our house because it's a. It's just the funniest shit to us. Like that, I just <laughs> that rules. That is hilarious. That is um, great. I love that. So we got that one, and then let me see how hard this was to take off. My girlfriend's the one that sets all these up, so I don't want to fuck up right here. We'll just move over to it because <laughs> I would have take take it off, and she's like, "You fucked that up." So. <laughs> It's not these two. So these two are pretty cool. The Rock and uh, Mankind um, Valentine's Day cards. But what's really cool is this photo right here um, is a signed autograph from Mick Foley. Um, he did a he does a comedy show and he there's a comedy uh, there's a comedy uh, club in Bloomington called the Comedy Addict. And when I went to my first day at my training school, my dad took me to the Comedy Addict to watch Mick Foley. So that photo is from my that photo is like relative to the very first day i started training to be a wrestler so it's kind of cool to like look back on and i also love mick foley because he's a fucking man yeah dude yeah those are great those are great 
Um, oh, actually, well, I have more. Hell yeah. Stuff. Let's see it. Let's see it. So we talked about my love for the Colts. I mean, obviously, I have a, I have a lot more of these. But this is um, one of the very cool, like, paid manning, like, uh, trading cards. Yeah. I have actually, like, 12 of them. Like, I have, like, a rookie card. I have, like, a pennant card where it's, like, a flag. Like, I have a whole bunch that some fan, mind you, I'm, again, the chat already knows, but I'm stoned out of my gourd at a wrestling show <laughs> in Columbus. And some fans like, cool, cool, I got something for you. And hands me, like, all these trading cards. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, all right, like, sick. So now I got a whole bunch of trading cards. If anybody has a Pat McAfee one and they just want to gift one to your boy, let me know. I may, may or may not switch you out a merch item instead. Um, there you go. But, like, yeah, so the Peyton Manning trading cards is probably one of the cooler things in my house, so. So the next, I, next step, I wish I could talk football with Stephen, but I wasn't. Hey, even oh, come on, man! You are you're, you're you are very much invited. You are very much invited. Hey, hey! Next next step is you. You got to take that uh, those trading cards and turn them into. Uh, you got to bling them out like Logan Paul and wear them out to the ring and like a big on a big chain. Oh my gosh! Anyway, he's not a he's not a heel. <laughs> he's not a heel. Either is Logan Paul. I mean, depending on how you look at it. He did when he did the Pokemon. But do do we hate him now after his SummerSlam match? Because, like, honestly, like, both matches he had, bangers. Yeah. Steven Jensen's best friends with Logan Paul. That's what I learned today. I met him one time, and he was very nice to me. But you and Logan Paul are best friends? Can you put me in contact? Yeah, that's what I learned on this show today. (laughs) Yeah, man, I'll I'll get you on Impulsive, man. No, no, no problem, no problem. Hey, I, uh... No, we, we were talking about him a little bit earlier today. Um, we talked a little SummerSlam. We also talked a little uh, Ric Flair's last match. And uh, I just wanted to ask you kind of before, as we wrapped up here, because, you know, I saw, man, I marked out seeing, like, Jimmy Lloyd, like, dapping up Ric Flair at the end of the show. <laughs> like, like you, Ric Flair walked right up to Blake Christian. You could tell Blake was like, me? Like, okay, like, all right. And uh, how did you feel about kind of that whole experience? Like, I, th- I, thought, I thought the show was uh, – the show itself I thought was really well done. It was cool to see a lot of the talent on it, but do you have any kind of opinion you want out there about like Ric Flair wrestling that night? Cause it was, it was scary for a lot of the fans. So uh, I think, I think everybody had a bated breath, but at the end of the day, like he's a grown man, right? He can make his own decisions. Uh, he's a legend. Um, and I don't think the people that were in that match would have done it if they thought it could have gone horribly wrong. Sure. So, like, I, on my head, I was like, I'm just going to trust the professionals uh, on this. Um, I thought, it, man, I just thought that venue looked so fucking cool. Like, I don't know yeah. how it came across on, like, Fight or whatever streaming platform. I believe it was on Fight. Yeah. Um, like, I just thought that venue looked awesome. Like, in person, I was like, God damn, like. Yeah, it was just really, really cool. I love the TV set. I thought it was such a cool little thing. Um, I just thought, you know, even going out there, I was a fucking beer guy when Manster won. Like, hell yeah, I had the fucking best job on the show. Like, I, one of the best jobs on the show, you know what I mean? I Even just standing on the stage, there's just a lot of people there. It, like, when Flair went out, like, that, it, it was, like, it was, it was packed. Like for the whole show, but like every seat was like filled that was available for Flair's match. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Him, I think that's a good perspective. <laughs> Flair's his swan song is just him saying goodbye with Jimmy Lloyd. Just yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Jimmy Lloyd there, and he's just saying uh, goodbye with putting over Kid Rock as his final yeah. promo, which is yeah. great. One, one. One last question I've got because I, it was announced yesterday. How, what's your reaction to seeing that Mance Warner's wrestling John Moxley on AEW Rampage? Because that's got to be huge for the whole GCW roster, seeing stuff like that. Let's fucking go! Yeah. That's that's sick. That's really sick. Um, I've again, Mance is another guy I've known literally. Like I think one of his first match, like his first match outside of the. Like, outside of Indiana, it was with a road trip that we were both on together. Like, um, I've known Mansur literally for 
six plus years now. Like, uh, and I think it's really fucking cool to see a guy like that, you know, get beyond that stage. He definitely deserves it. Yeah. And then this kind of goes full circle because about five years ago or so, the first person to ever tell me about Mance Warner and he said, Hey, this guy's going to be huge. If you don't know about him, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk to him. You gotta meet him at a show. First person to ever tell me about Mance Warner was Mouse, Robert Bellamy. So there you go. <laughs> you suck, Robert. <laughs> you don't have to put Robert over. You could have put over. You could have said anybody told you that. <laughs> I, that's true. I could. I could have just made something up. I, lo- I love. I love Robert because he's one of those dudes that I met just naturally by going to shows and just by being around him. And just, just next thing you know, we're talking. Next thing I know, I realize he's taking pictures. Next thing I know, I realize his his daughter is wrestling. And now they now what it's become with the BSD. So. Um, and it just feels like that was a lifetime ago. That was like five years ago, and just so much has happened since then. But what's going to be crazier is in five years when Billy signed to a contract and I'm retired oh. running the training school. It's going to be great. <laughs> Mouse is going to handle the business aspect. Her mom can handle the financial. Billy can Billy and her boyfriend can go and wrestle and have contracts, and then I'll just be the old guy, just half broken down at you know. 2930. <laughs> just uh, all right. Let me show yeah. you what a bag pump is. All right. Uh, Somebody else get in here. Do it real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, hey, last thing I got before we get out of here. Good luck this weekend at the SCI, man. You're gonna have a blast. Good luck in the tournament. For those of you who uh want to watch, it'll be available on independentwrestling.tv. Is it live? Yeah. I thought it's live. I right? believe it's live both nights. IWTV.live. Y'all can use code Fight Talk if you want to uh check the platform out that helps me out when y'all use that code um and i i say it all the time and i don't i legitimately mean this i think iwtv is the best 10 bucks a month you can spend on any on any streaming service that has to do with combat sports i love iwtv um so check it out you you, you, just this weekend alone you're gonna get twe tonight you're gonna get uh sci over the weekend i mean great value in my opinion and cole you're gonna kill it man I, i i'm very excited for your first sci weekend Dude, I'm stoked too. Um, it's it's pretty cool because like, SCI has always been like a uh, wow. Fuck those people. Sorry, Brittany uh, Grinder's decision. Uh, like I said, this just went out. So um, I, I'm pretty excited for SCI, uh, especially when I started wrestling. Like it was, um, it was like a big tournament, and it was something like you had to like work to and get to know that like. I don't want to say in like a political way, but you had to be, you know, you had to know the right people. Like you had to, uh, you know, do futures and you had to do the rumble and you had to do this. And I got in it off of hope. I, I believe merit alone. Yeah. I didn't, I've never done the SCI rumble and I've never done futures or the, like any other things like that. So that's, that's really, it's like, um, it's like a thing of pride, Honestly, like going into this week and knowing like I got here on my like work ethic and stuff like that. Um, and then I'm going to win the whole goddamn tournament with work ethic and all that shit. So Hell I'm yeah. really excited for it. Who knows? Maybe I have one beer, two <laughs> beer, three beers, do a little karaoke. People be like, people just probably not like me anymore after karaoke night, but. Hey, so so j- just so everyone knows uh, that the future showcase that Cole's talking about that'll be on Saturday afternoon too. So like you have yeah. that on IWTV Live also. They make a whole weekend out of it. So um, yeah, and it's always like it's always good wrestling. Like throughout the whole weekend, it's always great matches. I'm just proud. I'm just proud of the fact that I not that I had to that I got to skip it, but I, like I didn't have I did it, I went my own route with it and got there. No, you're right, though. That usually was the path. You either had to be in, like, really good with, like, you know, shout out Dylan Hale, Scott Hens, uh, Matt, Matt, Matt um, Griffin, friend of the show. Matt's been on the show. Before. Love Matt. Um, and, you know, it's like the action wrestling future showcase. So he has a big hand in that. And, and yeah, I know even like Billy, even though Billy was still pretty high status when she did futures, like she went through futures as well. I mean, so yeah, you've carved your own path, man, and I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I will absolutely be watching live, and I'll be I'll be tweeting about it uh, as it's going on. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get as many people as I can to to watch those shows. So, Jeremy, you know what's crazy? What's that? He's gonna be tweeting a live about the show. He couldn't even tweet me back about the NFL. 
Insane. Oh, man. Oh, you know I love you, man. Like, my heart hurts. <laughs> oh, come on, man, I've been on the Cole Roderick bandwagon since, like, I mean, it's got to be so early. You're, hurt, you're, career, you're making Jensen feel so bad right now. I early love it. I think career, it's great. Man. But <laughs> he's feeling so bad right now. Cole, we appreciate you, you joining <laughs> us live. Our first, like, live interview with, with somebody. So Cole has always been a trendsetter on the show from asking, uh, you know, coolest thing in your room to now uh, being our first live interview. We appreciate it. I'm glad you're well after this weekend. Yeah. This very scary picture that you posted. I'm glad you and the, the girlfriend are well after that. And let everybody know where they can find you at uh, on social media or, or elsewhere. Ah, like that. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. is my, what I mean. Right. Yep, that's my <laughs> Instagram and my Twitter. So hit me up on either one of those. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Cole Radrick, please do not look up my real life stuff. Uh, that's been a really weird influx as of lately, which is also cool because I guess that means people like me. But <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you again, Cole. Real appreciate yeah. it. Good luck this Thanks. weekend at SCI and congrats on winning the GCW Extreme Championship, kicking the shit out of Marco Stunt, that, that big, strong man oh. that he is. Uh, Thank you, Cole. We appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, hey, thanks, man. Thank and you guys. For we'll we'll do our own football show. You know what? We'll just I I got a I got Twitch. I got YouTube. Just the the Cole and Jeremy football show. That's what we'll do. We don't we don't need Steven Jensen. You're, oh man, we'll have like a like an an NFL XFL type rivalry. I'll um and Cole, I will the Battle Hawks. Hey, Cole, I, I will be in contact soon about getting you on soon to talk some football, man. For sure, for sure. You think so, Jeremy? I don't know. Right, I, I thought trust for him. sure going to get at least a like back on the original comments. Yeah, I mean, I, I just liked it and hit. I I said yes. Okay, I publicly, I publicly I accepted. <laughs> nah, I don't know how good. I missed that. By the way, I have no idea how I missed that. But no, anyway. no I, I'm nobody. It's okay. I'm I'm used to goods. You already got me. I already said I would do the interview, and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> hey, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit more. So over over the weekend. Um, I guess it was probably Friday when you put up the thing about your eight by tens. That was just, I just saw you were like selling $5 eight by tens. And I was like, this is a good deal. So I hit up Cole and I was like, Hey man, can I get a signed eight by 10? Let me know where to send the money. Sent it on over. I had no idea you're going to be winning the GCW extreme championship that night. So like, so it's like, it just kind of, you know, I'm all, I'm already buying merch. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Wait a second. I bet Cole would want to come on the show. He just won this championship. So like the timing just kind of worked out great too. I always Somehow during the show. Yeah, of course. I we mean, appreciate we appreciate it. it. We we yes. do appreciate it. But but no, trust me, man. Like, we're gonna need people to talk about football with us over the season. Like, so yeah, yeah and I mean, it all starts <laughs> with a comment or a like back on a tweet, man. <laughs> Until your co-host had to literally be like, "Hey, Cole did actually say something." Cool. <laughs> Yo, dude, you know you can it's just okay. message. I, you know you can just I, message I me. Cole. I'm nobody. Just send me a message and say, Steven, I want to go on the show and I'll he give wanted, you back. No, he are, wanted wait, to put it out do, there in the public. He was so excited. True. That's true. Do he you have fantasy so... football, Steven? I do. Yeah, big into fantasy football. Huh? Yeah, I'm very big into fantasy football. So if you have an extra spot in a league or two, let me know. Cause... I'll let you know. I'll let you know if something opens up. It's, it's been me and my buddy since high school, so it's it's pretty rare that something opens. I know you're like rolling your eyes like, cool. You're one of the only people I've been on the show more than once. <laughs> ever. That's it. Hey, if, if anything opens up, I will let you know. 100%. I hope when you go to GCW on August 20th in Atlanta, Stephen Jensen, that Cole Radrick just kicks the shit out of you. Just, you know, just gives you a nice little forearm shot to the head. Me and Cole are going to be doing this show from now on. Just, I mean, get, honestly, just though, kick Jeremy, Jensen out of here. Even if I went up to Steven and he just might act like it's Twitter and just not acknowledge me. Yeah, he might not say anything. Like, who, oh my gosh. Who, who are you? Yeah. He's oh, like, come on. He's like, do you, do you subscribe to the Patreon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. RifleSlack.com. RifleSlack member? Yeah, I, you know, and, and to be fair, Cole was honestly one of the only people that, like, when I when I went to that GCW show, I got a few DMs from a couple wrestlers that knew I was there. Cole was, like, one of the one of the only ones that was like, hey, man, let's meet up when the show's over. And I was like, dude, that made me feel great. Like, I appreciate that. And we got to talk a little bit after the show. 
Cole, so. Cole Radrick, you've always you've seemed like a nice guy. I've done this show multiple times for some reason. I certainly don't understand why anybody would ignore you publicly on Twitter. <laughs> Dude, so, am I right? Like, I don't get that's it. Crazy of me. <laughs> I literally was like, "Yo, man, like, let's get to know each other. Like, let's hang out." <laughs> and then I'm like, "He's like, let's do. Thank you for doing the show, man. It's really great." And then all I say is, "Hey, I can talk fucking football." I can talk, and I love wrestling. Wrestling's my passion. I love it more than anything else. I've never wanted to do anything else in my life. But I could talk something outside of wrestling for like two fucking seconds, and I get ignored. Hey, <laughs> but, hey. My heart can only handle so much. Jensen's going to message you every single week. Every single week. Like, you under the show? You under the show? You under the show? Yeah, like, yeah. no. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I could be like a five-minute guest spot where I come in, and I'm like, what's up? Here's the bangers. Here's the losers. Fire Trevor Lawrence and let's go. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is a god. Thank All you. right, Stephen. Who's, who's going you, to who's who's winning the Super Bowl this year? Oh. Well, I'm very biased, so this is okay, like non-biased. Rhodes is going to win the the WWE championship. Who? Oh, I said this is like asking me if Cody Rhodes is going to win the WWE championship because I'm a huge Cody Mark. Um, we know. Yeah, so right. Uh, I'm a big, a big mark for the Minnesota Vikings. So of course they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. But okay, now if you were using, and I say this in the most loving way because I had to use this the same. If we're using our brains here and putting a thousand dollars on the line, <laughs> yeah, you're putting money. Uh, yeah. Probably, you, man. It's hard for me to. It, no matter how old he gets, it's hard for me to bet against Tom Brady. Like I think the Bucks are always going to be in the mix, and I think they've done a good job. Like supplementing their wide their wide receivers and their their tight ends and stuff in the offseason for him um i don't know i, I think josh allen in in the bills they're going to be real dangerous with uh stefan diggs and stuff but yeah i don't know man i'd, I'd probably go into my head i'd probably just go with the bucks because tom brady's a, a winner so okay what about you um well obviously the indianapolis culture would be undefeated of course undefeated. right yeah right um, okay <laughs> so i think if the Rams re-sign OBJ, I think the Rams probably have a really good chance of going back-to-back. I think when Matthew Stafford gets hot, it's just one of those things that you can't fucking stop him. And especially with him having the confidence now after leaving Detroit, first year winning a Super Bowl, and then him being like, oh, yeah, I am a fucking guy. Like, I think that goes a long way. Um, I, think, I think the Buffalo Bills – uh, if you would have asked me like Sunday, I would probably would have said the Buffalo Bills, but they just lost Jordan Poyer and somebody else for like eight or nine. I don't know if it's for the year or for whatever. Um, so I'm going to say the Rams and the Bucks are probably going to be my my two that I would imagine. I mean, there's always going to be the Patrick Mahomes and right. other guys. Um, I think Mac Jones and the Patriots have a crazy year. I think they have, like, I think Mac Jones is going to show a lot of improvement, probably a lot more scrambling and a lot more of like a deep pass threat. But that's what I think is going to happen. I think Colts fucking at least make the playoffs. That's all I give a fuck about. We don't have Carson Wentz anymore. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Fuck him. That's how I feel about the Vikings, too. Like, you know, obviously with us having Kevin O'Connell as our head coach now, that's going to be cool to have like a young guy who like came from a winning team with, with the Rams and stuff and a new mindset and, I'm a, I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. I know he's divisive within the fan base, but I, I like him and I like what we've put around him. So I'm excited. Jeremy, what, what would you say? Uh, give me your bias pick and then who you think more realistically might be able to do this. I can't even pretend to be biased with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I, mm. I at least like Baker? Baker. I like Baker. He's an upgrade over Darnold. Darnold was just awful yeah. last season. Uh, like Baker, I don't mind him. Last season, I'll chalk up to the shoulder thing, but, he won a playoff game in Cleveland. Okay. Like that, that's a, that's a big deal. And that was only a couple of seasons ago. So I do like Baker. They actually improved the offensive line. So that should be good. Uh, but they, I can't even be biased. Like, yeah, the Panthers are definitely going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I like, I'm not writing off Mahomes. you know, after the Super Bowl disappointment and then last season, I think the chiefs come back a little bit stronger this year. So I'm going chiefs in the AFC and then NFC. It is very tough to, to bet against, Tom Brady and then but yeah the Rams they're they're the defending champions for a reason and Rodgers it's always tough to bet against him as well I like I think the Rams though uh, I'll go with the Rams they'll probably be a surprise team there's always a, like who had the Bengals making it last year right, right. like the 
There's sure. always that team that just comes out of nowhere and it's like, yeah, they're in the Super Bowl now. I just want the Jets. I want Zach Wilson just to be a fucking dog. That's it. <laughs> He's already a dog off the field. Yes. So yes. I just need him to be a dog on the field. <laughs> Apparently, though, Joe Flacco outplayed him yesterday, so who knows? That's not good. Oof. That's not Oof. good. I didn't know Joe Flacco was still in the league. So. Yeah. Still hanging on. Still hanging on. Hey, backup money? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad position to be in for a lot of guys. Yeah. A third-string backup QB that's won a Super Bowl and gets at least that minimum? All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to knock me up. Hell yeah. <laughs> there you go. Cole, thank you. Thank you again, buddy. We got we to gotta run through our final topics here, Stephen Jensen. Cole, thank you. Jensen Thank will you. have you on the football show. I'll make we it. Get, we, I just did. What are you talking yes, about? That's true. Well, no. It just happened. Did you? The it actual, just, it just happened. Did you? Oh, no, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. Cole, I'll be in touch soon, man. We'll definitely get you on the show, man. And, and and I do appreciate you coming on this morning. I know it's like it's early. You got a lot of stuff going on uh, over the weekend and with the accident and everything. So we really do appreciate you coming on, man. We really do. We do. No, I love being on here. Anytime you guys want me on, just let me know. Uh, sorry for all the ranting. You guys know what you signed oh, up good. for. But you guys are the best. I appreciate y'all. You're yeah, great. We appreciate you, you Cole. Cole. Yeah, Thanks, you, brother. Bye. All right. Cole awesome. Radrick, what a great guy. What a- Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.